When I was young, I lived with my grandparents and mother. I must admit, it was great. My grandfather was a pilot for American Airlines for 30 years. At the time, I didn't want to go to bed. You know, I would pester my grandfather with stories and experiences from when he was flying 707s all the way through 747s. The one story he would never tell, because he never experienced it personally, is the story of the Tenerife air accident. Now, for those who know, you'll understand this message rapidly. Uh, for those who do not, I highly recommend you watch the YouTube channel Mentor Pilot and his talk on this major commercial airline industry changing event. I will not give any background on this accident, but I will give you the scope of change. Tenerife is the equivalent of dropping the atomic bombs during World War II. While the atomic bombs brought a change in how warfare is managed, Tenerife exposed the, exposed the flaws in the air travel industry and brought critical changes that are still used today. So for this week, we're looking at the cockpit environments as we talk about why God is a co-pilot. Now, the first thing Tenerife exposed is the captain-second officer engineer relationship in the cockpit. And before you complain, I am not being accurate, commercial airlines in the time of the accident and for some time after had a third person, the engineer, in the cockpit. And this role was to monitor the status of the engines on the aircraft, including fuel, temperature, etc. Well, today, as you've many of you have seen, you know, the engineer duties fall now onto both pilots as the cockpit is more of a computer screen than analog dials. But you know, I digress. So in the past, <clears throat> depending on the country and airline, there was a strict hierarchy in command. Uh, the US had a more relaxed approach, but there was still a rigid chain of command. Uh, KLM, the National Dutch Airline, and in my opinion, the 747 aircraft responsible in this, was very strict in its cockpit hierarchy. Now the other flight, which was Pan Am in this disaster, had a relaxed near cooperative view of the cockpit crew. Uh, because of several minor events during the time of the accident, it all led to the KLM pilot being the final authority, while the KLM co-pilot and engineer sat back and did not challenge the captains to, to decision to proceed with takeoff, even though they knew another aircraft could be on the runway. Now I know I am leaving out a lot of details, and for which I'm sorry, but I implore you to watch Mentor Pilot's YouTube video on the accident, because if I relate the accident in detail, this message would be an hour long or definitely longer than that. Just know that for this message, the KLM 747 began its takeoff roll while the Pan Am 747 was still on the runway taxing to the takeoff point. Later, following in a following message, I will detail why Pan Am used the runway for the taxi to departure point. But for now, let me tell you why God and Jesus are your co-pilots and not the pilot in command of your life, contrary to what a lot of religious leaders say. As you know, I've stated in messages past, God has a prime directive that he cannot override, and that is the free will directive. What this means is that God and Jesus do not have command authority over your life. Now, I know this is contradictory to what a lot of pastors, priests, and other religious leaders say and preach, but this really is the truth. But what about Moses, David, and Jesus, you may ask? Did God direct them? Yes, but here's the difference. With Moses, it was like the KLM crew at Tenerife. 
God made the final decision and Moses obeyed. With David, God punished when David got out of line, but in the end, David learned and obeyed God's teachings. Finally, Jesus was like a flight instructor, teaching the mechanics of God and faith. However, Jesus' presence on earth would cause a Tenerife level change in religion and faith for the Jews and you. For the pitchforks and torches from many of you listening and watching, let me set the record straight. Faith and religion are two different ideas. If you don't believe me, listen to the Stop Going to Church podcast to understand. Now, in reading the Bible, Jesus uses the word with to a great degree, not counting the parables. Walk with me and come with me are more uh, predominant than follow me. In it, it is later interpretations of Jesus' word where we see that Jesus is to be followed more than walk with him. Even God has more of a with predominance. However, it is more important. Uh, it is in the more important passages this occurs. Now, many of you have heard this pe- message. You know this passage in the Bible. Even when the way goes through the death valley, I am not afraid. When you walk at my side, in Psalm twenty-three four the great passage used at funerals, God is with me, at my side. God is not leading, nor is God following. God is at your side. And here is why I use the Tenerife disaster as an example. In the accident report regarding Tenerife, modifications to the cockpit environment regarding the crew is demanded, where each crew member has an equal voice in the operation of the aircraft, and any issues or conflicts is dealt with on an equal basis to ensure greater aircraft safety. This means that the captain must listen to the co-pilot or the engineer should there be a conflict or issue regarding safety of the aircraft, and work with both to maintain that safety as peers and not in a hierarchical situation. Okay, I am giving a very simplified interpretation, but you are probably asking, how does this affect my relationship with God and Jesus? As with all present-day flight crew, God and Jesus will help, work, and teach you how to be a better person in your community and world. I never said tell or direct you, but to work and help you. While you are the pilot in command while here on Earth, your co-pilot will help you get through many areas of turbulence, fly through the storms, and make you stronger in the face of fear. If you wish to understand the co-pilot ideal of God and Jesus, you know, look no further than U.S. Airways Flight 1549 and pilots Chesley Scullenberg and Jeffrey Skiles ditching of the aircraft in the Hudson River. Now, this was known as the Miracle on the Hudson, and if you have watched the movie Sully, watch the interaction of Sullenberg and Skiles. They discuss options, and while Sullenberg is the pilot in command at takeoff and order Skiles to review the checklist for a water landing, both pilots plan together and operate as a team as different issues with the aircraft come up during the final approach into the Hudson. Now, as we begin our final approach in this message and land at our first layover of seven days, the takeaway from this me- from today's message is this. The Ten Commandments in Jesus' parables are your checklist from God to help you get a better life and stronger faith. God and Jesus will remind you of this checklist, but in the end, the final decision is up to you to go with the checklist or deny it. Just remember, you can have a miracle on the Hudson or Tenerife accident in your life. The difference is how you operate your life's cockpit. 
Well, thank you for flying with us, and we will continue our flight next week. Remember to put your tray tables in the upright locked position, fasten your seatbelt, and enjoy your layover.